Welcome to the We Done It podcast. We are here to educate you, even though we're not really all that educated. We're just a couple of married women. Married to each other. And we're just trying to figure out this whole podcast thing. Because I think a lot of you told us we should. And I mean, if you're anything like Lucy, you're going to listen to this on two times speed. And if you are anything like Kelsey, you don't even know that you can change the speed of a podcast. So whether you are driving or taking your dog for a walk, maybe you're doing your dishes or crushing a workout or you're getting after that to-do list, don't worry, we got you. And we love your stinking guts. Welcome to episode three of the We Done It podcast. Toi. Toi. Under toi. Is that how you say it? Kat saying sees that we know these. What? Yes. Toi. Si. Toi. Oui. 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 Episode number three. Here we are. How are we feeling? Pretty good. Great. How are you um, feeling? Well, I feel like we just ate some Eve's crackers and I can see a flaxseed in your teeth. I have the, all the seeds in my teeth. Just where Shout I like out them. to our friend Eve over at Eve's Crackers, your fueling podcast number three. She said on the back that she makes the best damn crackers ever, promise. And it is true. Oh, what she says is, hi, I'm Eve. I have always craved a good snack, something satisfying and flavorful that helps keep good health what in mind. What does it say at the top? Oh, the best crackers ever, promise. Told you. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, they're good crackers, and we're not here to talk about Eve. We're here to talk about being gay. We are gay. We are married. Are we gay? I'm gay. Are you gay? I'm kind of gay. I'm gay. I married a woman, and that means that I'm in a gay relationship for the rest of my life. But I've never really said I'm gay, because I think it's a gray area, and we're going to get into that. It's a gay area. (laughs) (laughs) Everyone's a little different. Everyone's a little gay. (laughs) the huge lesbian huge okay so into that itself yes we are gay we are married we have been together for ever that's not true i know like four years yeah sometimes it's just easier to say ever than getting in trouble for not remembering how long we've been together (laughs) (laughs) we have a lot of anniversaries now so we have our date anniversary, our meeting anniversary. We have our wedding anniversary. That's okay. We... Our friends have a sex anniversary, and that's weird. Yeah, the first time they had sex, they had do they do the boom boom. Yeah, they boom boom every year on that day, and I'm like, it's weird. a sex anniversary. Yeah, and we don't do that. No, we just have an anniversary for our meeting, <laughs> no, for our dating, and for our wedding. Wedding now. Okay. Well, we haven't had that yet. Well, we have a month. Yeah, we almost two months. <gasps> okay. Anyways, to the point. Gay. We are going to go into it. We are going to hopefully just create conversation around what it's like to be gay or what it's like to be bisexual or what it's like to be confused or what it's like to just be anything because... These days, asexual, You can be trans. whatever you want to be. Yeah. And we've both had experiences in becoming who we want to be, becoming who we are. Um, some of it was easy. Some of it was not easy. And we do know that in the general sense, I think that we've had it pretty good. Um, there's a lot of people out there who coming out to their family or to their friends is one of the most terrifying things in the whole entire world and they lose family because of it and my heart is with you I am sorry that that happens to you um it didn't really happen to us no but I was scared that it was going to like I think that we have fears but we didn't come into this world where there was a whole lot of judgment so again we're only going to be able to talk about our experiences and what we've actually been through um, so yeah, we just want to create some conversation around that, maybe dive into what that was like for each of us and 
yeah, just, I guess, our story and our upcoming or our upbringing of our gayness, I guess. So yeah, like, lots of people, like, when you're gay, it's weird. Like, a lot of people ask you about that. They're like, oh, how was it for you? Or, like, how is it? And it's like, actually, like, we're both pretty blessed and we're both pretty, like, I would say fortunate to have all the love that we do. But I think we've done a good job at surrounding ourselves with people that are, like, obviously love us and accept us. There's a lot of hate in the world still. And I think if we just, like, normalize this conversation and just make it more of, like, a, hey, we're everyday people living our everyday life. Yes, we're in a same-sex relationship, but, like, there is, like, we're also nothing... we humans, too. Yeah, there's nothing different about us. Like, we're just humans. And I think that's, like, what I'm really excited to dive into is just, like, showing that. And we're not, like, overly proud gay people. We're not, like, waving our gay flag. <laughs> Like being like you need to bow to us because we've had a hard time coming out being gay and not everyone's nice to our people so you should be extra nice to me mm -hmm. i'm like i'm the exact same person look i was before you maybe knew i, I okay you don't have to show me your food in your mouth I'm i talking. got i got the seed out of my out of my tooth I, I can see it and it's wonderful are we done <laughs> i think so okay so we're done let's and get into it i think we oh. should talk about <laughs> I was talking this thing and you interrupting. I think the most important You're part. You're interrupting. Moo. <laughs> Keep going. I asked one of the babies at work the other day. I've mm -hmm. been teaching them little things. You asked a baby a question. <laughs> yeah, I did. I said, what does a cow say? And what did she say back? Moo. She did not. She did after I said moo yeah. 500 times. <laughs> All morning I was moo, moo, moo. What does a cow say? Moo. Kelsey, what does a cow say? Moo. And then finally I asked her and she was like, Oh, like, you know what a cow says anyways interrupting cow i think Ooh. you should jump into a little bit about like what coming out was like for you and just like take us take us through that deep dark journey that everyone thinks happens when you're gay okay well thank you for asking such wonderful questions um, I don't think that my coming out story, a lot of the times I've been a little bit embarrassed about it because I don't know if I have one. And I wrote about this on our Instagram the other day. It was just National Coming Out Day and I was like, I, I don't really have a good story. I don't know what that definitive moment was. Did I come out or did people accept me? I actually don't friggin' know. Um, and I think... <laughs> It's hard for me because for me, I I'd have never really cared what people think about me. Like on the inside, sometimes I'm at home and I'm like, oh, I wish blah, blah, blah would like me. Or I wish I didn't have this and I looked like this person. Like I definitely have insecurities, but I haven't really given a whole lot of thought and feeling towards what people think about me. So maybe my coming out story wasn't as, you know, like monumental and dramatic as maybe as it should have been because I actually didn't really care what people said anyway. So I was like, oh, hey, I have a girlfriend. And they're like, oh, everyone in school was talking about Kelsey liking girls and kissing girls at parties. And I'm like, what's the big deal? Okay, but like, talk to us about that. Like, so you're I from a small town. To a, I, yeah, I'm from a small so people, town. So people talk. And everyone now in the small town is going to hear this eventually and their moms are going to hear it. But when we were having parties, we were making out in bathrooms. You and another girl? Yeah. Or okay. me and another boy. Yeah. So people talking, right? In a small town. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And that's what people do. I think when you're 16, 17, 18, you go to parties and you're making out and it's like, hey, I made out with blah, 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 blah. And it's like, yeah, well, okay, I made out with mm -hmm. this girl. Mm -hmm. And, and so it's like, like, oh, my gosh, you're a lesbian. And I was like, why is no one questioning her? Just because I'm the girl making out with all the girls. What about those girls who were kissing me? Mm -hmm. so, so like, I didn't know. it. Uh, were sorry. you like, did you feel like you had to like answer to people? No, because all the girls were kissing me. So I didn't know it was weird. Yeah. Like, I didn't know that there was really anything 
wrong with that. And I knew that they weren't kissing each other. I did notice that. I noticed that like I happened to you, be the common denominator the between thing. all the kissing. Yes. Gotcha. And it wasn't until that realization afterward. And I think I knew at the time too, but that gay part of me was just like, mm -hmm, whatever. Yeah. Like whatever. It's working for my benefit. And I don't think that it's weird. I don't think that I need to make it a big thing. It's happening and it's fun, whatever. Mm -hmm. But I didn't think of it as like this massive thing that needed to be talked about because it was just so natural. Did you have like a moment where you realized, oh, like I'm gay and I need to tell people? No. I never had that moment still in my life. Although I did have, I did marry you. You did. And I think people think that that means I'm a raging lesbian. But who I'm like. Who thinks that? I don't know. I just think that most lesbians marry lesbians and lesbians don't marry straight people. <laughs> <laughs> so, right? like, so there's this you, expectation that I am so gay that I married a woman. And I was like, no, actually, I'm just so in love and I want to spend the rest of my life with you. And you just happen to be a woman. Mm -hmm. So, like, talk more about, like, you know, when you just realized that, like, you actually fall in love with people versus falling in love necessarily with a woman. I think it was my urge to fight back because in that small town, there were people who, parents, I would say, um... I'm not going to name names. I, de I definitively remember this happening. Working at this like little restaurant thing and you could like overhear people having conversation. And I don't remember the specific conversation, but I do remember it was parents of my friends who were mentioning something about Kelsey kissing girls or Kelsey being gay or Kelsey being a lesbian in just like a general conversation over dinner one night. While you were there. I was working. I was serving and like working in the kitchen and like it wasn't like a high-end restaurant so it, you know what I mean I'm not going to go into too much detail because I, de I definitely don't hate these people for this but I do remember being like what in the absolute hell yeah these people are like talking first about off you. you're m my friend's parents mm -hmm. and you are gossiping about me in a public place where I am and to me that is weird because I don't necessarily really gossip about people and I don't care mm -hmm. so for me I was like why are you doing that like, yeah. you're just a crap person right now for doing that anyway. And the fact that you're making my life dinner table conversation was so weird to me. And it wasn't really until that point where I was like, well, am I doing something wrong? Yeah. Like, why are you talking about it? And I remember going home to my mom and I was like, mom, you will never believe. And I, I called this woman a bitch. And I'm, I'm still in that moment. She was a bitch and I love her now <laughs> and whatever. It's fine. But in those moments, I was just like, that is so rude. And I think that's when it started to click to me that maybe I wasn't normal. And I was just like, well, what in the absolute fuck? Because don't try and hurt me. I'm just like a human. I got portrayed like it came on to me from other people that I was doing something out of the normal. Mm -hmm. And so when you say like out of the normal, like that's a word that, you know, I think is resonates with a lot of people that maybe have these like, you know, feelings towards someone else or something else or like, like maybe something they want to explore, just something that they feel is different. So like, what does that mean to you when you say like, this is the first time I started to think I wasn't normal? Well, it's just like they weren't sitting there talking about other people. Yeah, like, like what, I was there for the conversation. So why why was I the what, conversation? Like what's up with you? Like why is that what we're talking about? Mm -hmm. And years now I look back at it and I was like, for all the conversations that you probably had or the gossip you wanted to start mm -hmm. or the whatever, did you at all know that I like your kids were doing the same thing and that maybe we were just being kids? Right. Like why is there so much judgment, I think, from someone who is 30, 40 years old looking back talking about a 16, 17 year old? It's like, why? Yeah. What is so 
<laughs> wrong in a sense that you need to talk about this and then it wasn't until then where i was like you know what i'm just gonna keep doing it then yeah. because to me you were so more in the wrong than i am and i don't see why i should not now and i just tried to level up a bit i was like i'm gonna openly make out with <laughs> girls at parties yeah and i remember being in grade 11 and there's this thing that you do it's called queen's ball and the girl goes with a guy and they take dance lessons they take etiquette lessons you learn the waltz you learn like mm -hmm. all of this stuff and you perform this massive ceremony for people and you get judged and i was like can i go with a girl because i was just like tell me that i can't like i don't understand why i can't so i just started like this uproar thing and i remember yeah. being like it doesn't mean that i'm gay i just wanted to know if i can go with a girl and they're like oh actually no we've never had that happen before i'm like well can it happen now like what's your problem did you go with a girl no they wouldn't let me see yeah snap right? um okay so like talk to us about then like did you have moments where for say close family and friends did you have any moments where you were like either hey i'm gay or hey i'm dating a woman or maybe i want to make out with girls like in your close like forget the people that are just having you know gossip talk about you the people that actually matter did you have conversations with them about what was going on i had conversations with a couple different people for sure some of these people who I were kissing, again, I will not name names, were into the kissing for the kissing aspect. But then they were not into the anything else and they wanted to still have boyfriends. And I was like, sweet, I'm still making out with you. I don't care. <laughs> right. But it was like, I realized, what was the question? Well, like, did you have any moments of like the people? Oh, that yeah. So I would like have conversations with them and they're just like, well, I'm not ready to talk about it. I don't want him to know, but like, I love you and I'll leave love notes in your locker and in your car. And it's like, well, so do you or do you not? Mm -hmm. And like, obviously you're confused, but I don't really think I'm confused. I was completely okay with the fact that I could probably be with a woman or I could be with a man. And like, mm -hmm. if right now I want to date you, I'll date you. And if I want to date you later, I will also date you. I don't know why I'm having to choose. Yeah. Like, and I did talk to my mom about that. I don't remember how old I was. And mom, I'm sorry if you don't remember this, but I distinctively remember having a conversation with my mom where I was like, I think I'm bisexual. And I, she didn't get mad at me, but she did tell me in a roundabout way that I was wrong and that I needed to choose. And like, there was absolutely no way you needed to be so selfish. And I remember thinking... And were you That's nervous? Very nice. Were you nervous? To no, have that I didn't think I needed to be nervous. I was like, mom, I think I'm bisexual. And then like, bam, she was like, I don't think that you are because you need to pick one that is so selfish. And I was just like, what? I came out of nowhere. What are you talking about? I thought we were just like having casual conversation over like a sandwich at lunchtime. Like I didn't think I need to sit my da my mom down and have a conversation with her. Mm -hmm. I was just already talking about something. And I was mm -hmm. like, hey, guess what? So this happened. Yeah. And it was weird because so-and-so was talking about me kissing her. Yeah. And my mom's like, well, some obviously my daughter's out at parties making out with girls. She doesn't care. Do you know what I mean? Like, she's probably thinking you should probably stop doing that in front of people. But my mom knows that this is kind of something that, you know, people go through. Yeah. And my mom has always been like one of my biggest supporters. But I do remember her saying in that distinctive moment of that I, I was very selfish and that hurt me. And I was like, hmm, OK, well, I'm even more bisexual now because you don't agree with it either. Mm -hmm. You and all of those people can shove it. And I'm just going to get myself a girlfriend. And I got a girlfriend in like grade 12 and she was in grade 10. And she was the first girl that wanted to date me instead of, she was like, I'll have a girlfriend too. And we were just like the only two people in our school that wanted girlfriends. So we became each other's girlfriend. Oh, do you still talk to her? Yeah. What's her name? Katie. Aw. I lived with her in New Zealand. That's what I talked about. Hey, Shout Katie, I just Katie. added you to everyone saying that we were dating. But I think people knew. <laughs> her friend, she didn't even ask me. Her friend walked into my math class. I was in grade 12 math. And I remember sitting there at my desk and she comes to the back row. She's like, Kelsey. 
And then we chatted for a little bit. I was like, also, while you're in my math class, you got to go. Mm-hmm. She was like, Katie wants to know if you want to be her girlfriend. And I was like, I'll think about it. And then we decided to be girlfriends and we hung out for the first time. That's but I, so I still like cute. lied to my mom about like what I was doing. Yeah. But it was the first time that she was like, well, obviously Kelsey's been doing this mm-hmm. and I may be interested in that. So why don't we just do it together? Because everyone's talking about it anyway. Yeah. So then I had a girlfriend and then I would go to parties. With your girlfriend? And, yeah. And like, do you know what I mean? But again, in a small town, we could go to parties and it would be at our friend's house, but like the parents would all be there. So everyone, I'm like, the world doesn't, it doesn't matter. Like, here's who I am. Yeah. So there was no... Do you think like, okay, so I have like a few little things to add there. Like I'll ask them both at the same time and you can probably wrap it all into an answer. Like, do you think that it's different to sort of be discovering this in a small town versus a big city where not everybody knows everybody? And then like conversations with people like grandparents and like the people that maybe aren't as aware of what's going on in the town. Like, was that something that you had to face? No, I think it, I could probably dissect it into like two different phases of my coming out because that was like a very rebellious teenagers i don't actually care what you think about me i'm going to do what i want to do anyway i was always a well-respected kid i did well in school i was very athletic i like did all these things so i was like the fact that i'm gonna kiss girls doesn't even bother me that no one agrees with me because i'm just out here living my life didn't care i was young and very independent in like pretty happy with my life so Mm -hmm. like why not but then obviously moving into my later years i move out of home you go to university i met this guy at the bar and i was like you are i'm so in love with you (laughs) right like you're young you go to a bar in a city for the first time and some guy kisses you and then all of a sudden you're obsessed with him and he is the be all end all and you're 100 percent straight and i was like okay cool i'm straight like that was just a thing that teenagers go through and i'm sorry for ruining all my friends lives thinking i was in love with them when they we weren't in love because i'm definitely into men and then it was like that transition again of like oh my god <laughs> you know you're not <laughs> you're definitely not straight because there were so many things about him where i was like i don't know what i'm doing like i don't know if i should do this or that and then the confusion kind of happened again because it was like i had created my own identity outside of that town and outside of who i was in every other aspect of my life that that kind of did a full circle too. And I was like, okay, cool. I I might need to revisit this. Mm -hmm. And even now we have a lot of friends who I was friends with before you came along. And I remember like hanging out with them and they would be like, Kelsey, you're so gay. And they would be gay and they're all lesbians and whatever. And they would be like, no, like you're so gay. And I was like, (laughs) no, stop trying to tell me I'm gay. I don't know. And then at that point I was like, I think I am, but you guys are so more sure of it than I am. And I don't think I'm as gay as you. So like, I'm probably straight. And I went back and forth and back and forth and back and forth and back and forth for a very long time trying to decide like, what's that like? And I remember you asked about grandparents. I called my grandma one day and I had a girlfriend. It was like my first real serious girlfriend after Facebook existed because I changed my relationship status to in a girl (laughs) or in a relationship with this girl. Yeah. And I remember my mom texting me. She's like, are you sure about this? I was like, are you sure about what? Like, it's I'm, on Facebook. I'm already in the relationship you know. Yeah. And she was like, I know, but it's out there. And like, your grandmother is on Facebook. And I was like, well, I guess my grandmother knows that I have a girlfriend. Like, what? Mm-hmm. Whatever. 
Like, I just think that I never thought too much about it. But at that point, I remember calling my grandma and I had wanted to invite this girl to Christmas. And I did. And I definitely wasn't shy on that. I invited people everywhere. I was like, you know what? If you're my boyfriend, you can come to Christmas. If you're my girlfriend, you can come to Christmas. And if I'm single and you're my roommate, you can come too. Yeah. Just, I'm very welcoming that way. So it wasn't weird for me to invite people. I was just like, I need to warn my grandma that I love this person, that she's not my roommate. Mm Mm-hmm. So I just like called her on the way to her house one day. I was like, I know I'm going to see you soon, but I just needed to have a conversation with you. She's like, okay, what's up? I was like, I'm going to bring so-and-so to Thanksgiving or Christmas. I don't remember which one it was. And she was like, oh, that's so great. She's so lovely. And I was like, and I just want you to know that we're like in a relationship and that I love her. And my grandma's like, whatever makes you happy, Kelsey. And I was like, you are a good woman. Yeah. So, like, it wasn't really a coming out, I am gay. It was, like, just so you know, like, you've met her before, but I love her more than you think I love her. And mm-hmm. my grandma was just like, awesome, cool, let's do it. Yeah. And, and maybe everyone was like that. Everyone and maybe like, even in your delivery of it, like, maybe your, like, nonchalantness, you know, made it also easier for these people to also, like, accept mm-hmm. it as, like, you know, you didn't build it up to be this, everybody sit down and I'm going to announce this. Mm-hmm. Like, in your just innocent way of this is what's going on in my life, like, maybe you help mm-hmm. them also process it differently. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it's definitely been interesting, but there was no monumental... Mm -hmm. I have to tell someone and it's going to like, I'm just so sick thinking about the telling. It's like, no, if I felt like telling, I told, or I had already accidentally told, or my mom saw me kissing the girl at the party and that was stupid, but she (laughs) knows. So she's not shocked or yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like I just, I I don't think I was afraid. Yeah. You just were like, this is what's going on. And maybe because it was then and I didn't have the internet to battle really. Like we didn't, we weren't using it very much. So it was like, it was just real life to be mm-hmm. like, okay, here's who I am. And if you see me that in real life, then you know. But other than that, it's not being spread anywhere. I'm not Googling the traumatic life of people coming out. I don't know that coming out is a thing. Mm-hmm. I'm just over here trying to live my life. And I thought this is just normal. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. So very I, blessed, I think. I love your story. Thanks. It's beautiful. Thank you. You're beautiful. Thank you. <laughs> and you're a huge flaming lesbian, aren't you? Been gay from day one. Stay one. <laughs> Since day one. Well, I don't know about that. All right. Well, now <laughs> you are in the spotlight. And a- I, I think that we should go back and forth because I would like to then talk about your coming out story and maybe see like how we come together in and not of itself because I think coming out together has been another journey. Because yeah. it's like, well, I have, uh, I'm engaged. So before we get to that <laughs> point, it's like, what was coming out? like in australia because again gay marriage only got legalized in australia like two years ago just recently yeah very behind the times very behind the times but that's not to say that people in the general public like weren't accepting of it just like in a non-accepting country so to speak yeah was it like coming out and i never really thought about from like the legal side like it never really bugged me that it like wasn't legal there it was just like that was a afterthought but yeah for me like i i mean i guess i knew i was gay like doing air quotes here um probably a lot earlier than you and probably a lot more like distinctly realizing that this was a thing that i was you know going through and so that was also Kelsey's throat that made that noise, not mine. Water and <laughs> <laughs> um, and so, yeah, like for me, I mean, I, what I do remember is being in high school and going to parties, like pretty much every other teenager, I guess, and 
you know, guys would want to make out and I would like, you know, maybe like go into the room with them for a second and then just be like, what is going on? Like, I no, I am not into that. Like you have a prickly beard and like that touched me and I don't want that for a second. And like, you know, I would leave. And so I didn't really like realize that at that time that meant I was gay. I was just like, well, like, I don't want to be in here with you. And so I would like leave the bedroom and then I would like make out with a girl maybe like around the side of the house or whatever and I was like that is like what like why do I enjoy this so much and so I would like go home from that and be like okay there's obviously something there going on um and then like I I don't know like from probably a younger age actually like I was even like not fooling around because I'm like so young I don't even know what I'm really doing but like girls were always the ones that I was like kissing in like the dark shadows of places and just like when you're younger you don't really know what you're doing like you just like see stuff or you see adults doing it or you see something on tv and you're like you know kissing there and touching there and it was all innocent stuff but like <laughs> what are you touching <laughs> i don't know you're just like touching stuff <laughs> and i was always way more interested always way more interested in like the girls and like just like how they made me feel and everything was just a lot in my like the way that i would explain it was like everything was soft and like not prickly and so for me i was always like what is going no prickles when you were younger well i don't know men and dudes were just always prickly anyway so (laughs) i like yeah girls were like always on my radar they were always something that i was like way more attracted to and i do remember in high school even like we'd sit around this like cafeteria style thing and we'd all be eating our lunch and like all my girlfriends would be talking about like the guys that they're into and like talking about what they did on the weekend with them and i'm just like oh, like just kind of being a bit like, ew, like that's gross. Not saying that to them, but just being like, I don't like that's not. Obviously, because it's not gross for them. You're not judging them. It's just like, oh, realizing that that grosses you out. Yeah. Realizing that like, okay, what is up with me? Because like, why does that gross me out? The thought of his, you know, junk (laughs) touching my leg or like getting hard. I'm like, I hope that you're younger than you're saying you are when this is happening. What do you mean? You're making it sound like you're very young. No, I would say I was like 15. Okay, good. Junk touching her leg. Yeah, and so and I was like, oh, junk. And then it's getting hard. And then, like, he's talking about, like, this and that. And I'm like, oh, no. I is don't... he kissing you at the time? No, this, isn't, guys, this isn't necessarily on my leg. This is, like, on oh, some of my friend's leg. I'm or, but, hoping like, to make you the most uncomfortable. I thought you were telling a real story. Oh, there's also so many stories of, like, even in class and stuff. Like, a, like I remember, like, a guy, like, pulling my attention to, like, his penis being, like, hard in like we're in the classroom like what the hell is going on and i remember being like and he's like trying to like sort of get me to touch it or whatever in class yeah oh yeah (laughs) and i was like ew what the heck is that so like instantly red flags like i didn't know in that moment like oh yeah gay i just was like ew like i do not want to touch that like absolutely not and so yeah like i don't exactly know like (laughs) it evolved over time there was one person who was a close friend and you know we got to this point where it was like yeah make out a little bit like saw each other male friend yeah male friend so we would like you know make out a little bit there was like some touching just like over the clothes and stuff like that and like we'd see each other regularly because we're good friends um and uh, like so my my moment basically where i remember being like okay i'm for sure gay so we're at his house you're going to tell the story i'm going why not oh my god yeah (laughs) We're going there. So I'm at his house. It's like a party. We're drinking. I all of a sudden am like lying down in like a, I think it was like a fold out couch. One of those beds. Oh my God. And 
Yeah. It like le- one thing led it's to. It's making me uncomfortable watching you tell those. Why? Because <laughs> I don't want to know. If- well, it's funny. Okay, tell it. I'm so excited. What? You know it. I know, but you've never gone into this much detail. Oh, about- it's fun watching you struggle. I'm not struggling at you all. You kind of are. You're like, ooh. It's gross. Yeah. <laughs> so like one thing led to another. We'd been drinking and like, so I remember it like touching me. His penis? Yeah. Your vagina? Yeah. Just the tip or? Just a little bit. It touched it it like touched in did it did you have sexual intercourse with this man um it like kind of did a little bit well <laughs> and so it, uh, it was just a tip just a tip from, like, from every of... straight person and gay person she's told this to that she's now realizing that the tip just went in a bit and then all of a sudden she was like well we were still like kissing and stuff and i just remember it like f- i was like oh Oh god what is that ouch like i didn't really know what i was doing so i was just like lying there and i was like ouch like ow that hurt but also like what is that like why is that going in there i didn't really understand how the whole thing worked and i remember like stopping it sort of you know maybe a minute after it was like kind of there and then being like sorry i can't do this and you know left the party and i remember getting a message the next day which is like horrifying and it said something about like maybe you should like think about taking the morning after pill. And I was like, oh my God, what? Like, what do you mean? And I like, I can't remember the exact messages, but I remember walking home and getting this message about this. And I was just, all of these emotions and feelings. And I was like, what are you talking about? After the tip you hit. Yeah, I know. And so I was like very scared and fragile and also hurting and like realizing like that is not what I'm interested in at all. It's a very uncomfortable place to be. And he was like a really good friend. And now we've like ruined this friendship almost because we've gone and done this thing. Mm -hmm. And I do remember like going into the chemist and looking at, what he was telling me to get and i was like oh i don't need that like that's if you have like you know full-on sex and like blah 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 blah, 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 blah. anyway so don't i, need did, to go into I didn't end up getting it but like you know those text messages and like fear of like what could potentially be happening in that world i was just like oh my god this is too much so essentially you're not into men so yeah like <laughs> what i came through after this is like i remember um you know at this time i was probably like making out with girls at parties and like doing similar things and just like you know fooling around so like this was the moment where i was like i'm for sure gay and i remember there was this book like for sure gay or for sure only going to now and go down this other road because i yeah. haven't felt uncomfortable because, i guess like, i like, don't even think at that point you knew well you were just like i know that that's not for me so i remember but it sounds like very definitive where you were like yep 100 percent gay it's like did you did you really know that or were I, you just like i need to explore this other part of me that doesn't make me feel uncomfortable? i feel like i was ready to explore it but i felt like deep down i did know yeah and there was this book that i was reading it's by course, sh- because cl- closeted lesbians are always reading was, books about lesbians Shel- it was by shelly wright was her name and it was called like me i think we have it in our house oh my god yeah um and so i remember reading this book and one of the opening lines so she's a gay country singer is where her story comes from and i had heard about her somewhere or whatever someone had recommended the book to me and so she's a gay country singer and at that time like being gay down in you know somewhere where it's like very southern it's very unaccepted and she i think was actually married to a man at this point don't like hold me to all these facts but i remember one of the opening line chapters of this book is that she has a gun in her mouth and she's sitting on her bed and she's ready to take her life because she's so upset the fact that she can't be herself and she cannot be authentic and i remember reading this like first part of this book and i said to myself like as i closed it i was like when i'm finished this book i'm coming out and that was my like timeline and moment of like i i cannot live like this and i didn't have any like 
you know, gun. Like I didn't have any reason to like be feeling the way that she was feeling, but it resonated with me so much. And so I was like, as soon as I finish this, I'm coming out. Okay. And so what exactly, what did that coming out process look like in short? Like, did you write a letter? Did you just flirt it up <laughs> to your parents like I did? Were you kissing girls in front of them? Or like, uh, I, definitely, I, I don't recall that it was a peaceful experience. I had a girlfriend at the time. Um, so I had now started like, I don't know the exact like timeline of it, but basically like I'd started dating a girl, making out with her and like, <laughs> you know, we were like exclusive or whatever, but at that age, like you're so young. And so it's like, you don't really know what you're doing. Um, but I remember like, okay, I need to tell my parents about this. And she was already out to her parents. So there was not like pressure, but I would always be going to her house and we'd be going for dinners with her family. And like, when it came to my family, it was like, no, we wouldn't be doing that. And you know, she would stay over and things like that. And I'm sure my parents, like they knew what was up. And there was always girls staying over. It was never like, you know, dudes that I was. But you were also probably having sleepovers with friends too. So it's not yeah. to say that everyone instantly knew. It's like for us. Yeah. Man's having sleepovers with girlfriends. It's like in our mind, I'm like, ooh, they probably think I'm sleeping with them. Or exactly. Them. It's easier, I think, to like have this sleepover because it's like your parents like don't question anything. It's it like, would be normal of course, for any other girl of course she's sleeping so like, sure. in your bed. And uh, so, yeah, I mean, there was like some girls that I had over and like, you know, I'm sure there was some things that were like raising flags for them. But at the same time, they were like waiting, letting, letting so, like, me. So the conversation, how did that go? So I wrote a letter. Um, I was working at the time. And so I would leave for the day. I was living with my parents and i wrote a letter that basically said like i need to talk to you about something later tonight i can't remember the exact words but like it's very important and i basically like slipped it to them or i think i even like left it somewhere for them and then left the house and texted them and like here's a letter you need to read it and i got a phone call straight away denied it you didn't answer the phone did you i don't think i did but i did eventually and you know bawling my eyes out and my mom and my dad Yeah, your mom i remember her saying for her and i guess because we've talked to her a lot about it but she obviously thought the worst yeah she thought i was in this letter and she was like you need to come home now and we need to talk about this like i'm here for you because it was like this huge deal that you had left this letter and you made her like wait all day (laughs) and then you finally come home yeah so she thought i was like maybe in trouble with the police or pregnant yeah something had like you know i I, really gone wrong yeah she's like thinking like all of these like worst case scenarios right not thinking that like oh lucy's gay and so um, I get home after work, sitting down across the table from my parents, which, you know, for anyone who, frightening. Yeah. Even it's just if like, you haven't done anything. It's wrong. a terrifying situation. You're sitting there across from these two people that you respect in your life. And that at this time, I'm terrified that they're going to basically boot me from the house. I'm disowned. See you later. And like trying to figure out what that life looks which like. Which is interesting to note because I wonder where those thoughts, like we don't mm-hmm. need to talk about that, but it's like, why do we feel like we're going to be disowned? And why is it so hard for us? I mean, again, for you mainly, I didn't really have a hard time, but it's like there was obviously fear behind that. I think you lean, like when you're looking for something negative, you'll find it. And so when you go looking online, even for like people's stories, you're coming out story. It's like, oh, my mom disowned me. Exactly. So you're just like, All moms are going to disown you. You find that. And so I yeah. was like terrified in my or head. Like Googling, why shouldn't I come out until yeah. I'm ready? It's like, it's going to tell you never to do it because every part of it is All awful. of these things. So you, you probably should have just been like, yeah. Positive stories of coming out to your parents. <laughs> Tell me all about it. Right? And you would have been like in there doing it over dinner anyway. Yeah, but. like you announcing it over a sandwich. But like I, you know, went to the worst case scenario, even though I had no reason to do so. And so I was terrified. And so I like made them essentially guess. I didn't even have the guts to say I am gay. 
Uh, I think the first few questions were like, are you pregnant? Is it something yeah, in your Yeah, you place? were like, guess, and I'll tell you yes or no. Yeah, like, because I was just so upset. I was sitting across from them with my hand in my, my you know, my face and my hands bawling. And they're like, okay, well, it, would it help you if we guess? And I, you know, nodded. And, and they were like, is, are you in trouble with the police? And I would shake my head. And then, no. you know, they got to the point where like, is it a relationship? And I nodded. Like, they're like, with the girl. And I like nodded. And then like, you know, that's kind of my coming out right there. And so... You know, it was like way more emotional than I think it needed to be. So then coming out to your friends, did you have the same experience, did, would you say? Or was that a hard experience? Like, did you have to have that conversation with other people in your life? Or did you, like, how did that look? Uh, well, I think like, so at the time I was in my close group of friends, the other person that I was kind of like dating at that time was also in our close group of friends. Mm -hmm. So it actually sort of went into this weird situation where I think my actual coming out wasn't as I had planned it. It wasn't like a sit down, okay guys, like I'm gay and I'm dating her. It was like accidental. This sounds so like cliche, but it was like an accidental text message to somebody. I don't even think you know this. This is like a funny story from so long ago, but like I sent a message to one of our good friends that was meant for the person that I was like kind of seeing. And so then she knew. Our friends later told us like we kind of had, had they kind of had an idea, um, but you know, it wasn't like the ideal situation to be coming out. And so then they, mm -hmm. you know, it was, it was really emotional because they was just hurt that they didn't get the chance for us to like be honest with them. Whereas we were like so secretive because we were terrified of what they were going to think of us right and then i know you had a similar experience with your brother because your brother and his wife were obviously very close and important to you and you kind of made it a again like your mission to make sure that you told them is that correct well yes but like again my i you know i asked my parents not to tell anybody and, and they looking back on it now it's like you know how fair of that was me to ask them to keep a secret from family and so i was again terrified that they would like disown me because i love them so much and cared mm -hmm. about them so much and so you know i ended up actually we were about to go meet up in vegas and i had a girlfriend and so the only reason that I believe that I came out to them was because it was like, well, there was this they're again, going like, to meet they're going to meet her. And, and it's going to be weird if you don't do it now. Exactly. So, you know, like blessed that I was sort of forced into this, you know, backed against the wall where I felt I had to come out. But at the same time, I didn't need to make it as big as a deal as I, I did. And so mm -hmm. I sent this long, you know, email and it ended up with a very emotional response from everybody because it was like, why, you know, why couldn't you feel like you could just tell us? And yeah, because I think people hearing it, knowing that it is something hard for people to do to come out mm -hmm. being come out to i think is also very hard because it's like why on earth did you not think that you could yeah. tell me this like, i've not i'm the least judgmental person in the world exactly like, all of our people in our life love us regardless so for them they're like <laughs> kind of not offended but i think pulled it back to the point where it's like why don't you think that you can tell me that Ex i love you whether you were this or that or this exactly. or that and you're keeping this from me and you're so hurt by it and I'm so sorry. But and that it's like, it's hard for them. And what you just said is like, all I needed to hear once I had finally built up the courage to say, this is what I'm feeling. But for mm -hmm. whatever reason, when you're in that moment of like, before you come out, imagining them saying that is the furthest thing away from what you could be imagining. And it's Absolutely. like, I, for whatever reason, couldn't take everything that they've shown me over the years of what the sort of person they are to make me think that like, they wouldn't do anything other than love me. But it's overpowering this fear of like what could happen mm -hmm. that I was like not willing to open up to like what 
you know, all the positives around it. All I could go to was like, well, this is goodbye to and my family. And in anything, until you do it, it's terrifying. And then you do it and you're like, oh. Yeah, and then you're overridden so by, bad. you know, a few months go by and you are, you look back and you're like, I feel so guilty and you know horrible that i could just like pin them to be these people that would judge me because it's like of yeah. course they're not going to be like that like no absolutely because our people we associate with aren't actual no assholes. they're we like don't. lovely people and they'll love <laughs> yeah. me no matter what i tell them and like yeah. you just you get better at it and better yeah, your at mom it. was willing to love you even though you were going to jail she was like this is the end of it like my daughter is going to jail she's a criminal and i will still love her but like what in the absolute hell yeah and right? so like, she was ready to love you through that and then you're like i'm gay and she's like it's oh, like oh god's thank sake, god thank god you didn't blow up the building or something yeah exactly like, so like that's your problem lucy and yeah. i mean for some people it can seem like a very very small thing because they would have never even imagined judging you for something like that mm -hmm. but then for obviously the person going through it it i know I, I can understand where it comes from as well but i think we've both been very lucky to be able to have come out in a time and a day and in a world where we are loved and loved and accepted for pretty much exactly who we are regardless of anything and even now into our married life, um, I think we should talk a little bit about that too, because you get the process of coming out is what I've learned is that it never really ends because we meet people where I have met people and it's like talking about a wedding or talking about this. And it's like, well, what does your husband do? Mm -hmm. And I'm like, oh, actually, my fiance is a woman and i <laughs> proposed to her so that's why i'm not wearing an engagement ring and la di da di da and it's like we're constantly coming out to people mm -hmm. and even just the other day i was you know at the park with some kids and that's for my job obviously <laughs> and met up with this mom who i haven't seen over the summer and finally met up with her and she was like how was your wedding I was like, oh my God, I did get married. I got <laughs> married. And there was this other mom there. And I was like, I have a wife. I have a wife. <laughs> Everyone, I have a wife. Because it's just like, holy cow. It's like a whole coming out experience again, just... I don't know, like in your in adult life, and I think it's a little bit differently because we've come out so many times and come mm -hmm. out as a couple and come out as engaged and come out now as married. And it's like every time we meet people, because I think it is still very... Not different obviously less popular that I would, if I did not show up with you, have my husband at home. And I'm like, no, she's mm -hmm. just at a thing with her friends. And they're like, pardon me, what? So I find like, how do you find that coming out is going for you as an adult? Yeah, I think that like, it literally like people don't mean to put you in a situation, but you know, for the longest time they see a ring on my finger and you know, it's a pretty big looking rock. And they instantly say like, what does your husband do? I'm like, my wife is a nanny. And, you know, it takes them back for a second. They're like, oh, and then it's like kind of awkward because they're not sure what to say. And then they like, for me, my experience is like they've then gone and they tell you some random story that they're clutching at straws to make it, you know, they tell you about their like this one last story that like they went to this gay wedding last summer because they're trying to make you feel like they're accepting and i'm not sitting there thinking that they're not accepting it's just what like you really wanted to say something about their gay uncle lucy has this <laughs> thing and she wanted to name the podcast over her gay uncle because she's running okay. to stories where she tells people they're gay and they respond with oh yeah my uncle fred from jamaica he's gay too it's like no one asked about your uncle fred from jamaica yeah so i get it on like the <laughs> australian side and the gay side so once someone's like oh my god you're from australia do you know jason smith and i'm like i have no idea who jason smith is so they always he's from melbourne it's like right it doesn't help me at all they it's do, a pretty big place so they do that to me but then they do the same thing where they're like 
they'll find out that I'm like married to a woman or like dating a woman or whatever. And they're like, oh my God, that's so cool. My uncle, he married a man. And I'm like, cool. <laughs> and so like, you know, there's always this gay uncle or gay relative where people are trying to make, like they're trying to show that they're accepting and I love them for it. And like, bless your souls. <laughs> but like, you know, it's this kind of awkward conversation where I'm like, all right, like I'm not telling Regardless you. Regardless about- of your uncle, I'm still <laughs> yeah. married to a woman. So, so I think that's been my experience. Like I haven't really had a whole lot of like, you know, I, I get a little bit of hate and some trolls and some weird things online, um, but, you know, bring it on. But at the same time, like people in general life, even when they say something that's about like, you know, your husband or, you know, I say something about my partner and they're like, what does he do? Like, so it's just this like lingo that people don't, I don't think intentionally do. But then they, and then they realize they're like, oh God, like trying to backpedal. And it's like, it's fine. Seriously. Like, I get it. <laughs> like, I get it. It's fine. We can move on. Yeah. I have a wife she's at home how are you like how's your day let's just move on yeah we don't need to talk about your uncle ned no we don't need to talk about any of that so that is i think in a nutshell our coming out stories and i think there's going to be um a lot of episodes coming just around conversation you know about our life and what it's like to be us as lesbians in a marriage Mm -hmm. because there's a lot of things that come up that i think people really don't talk about Mm-hmm. because again it's uncommon they don't know they don't know which questions to ask they don't want to step on some gay person's toe by asking the wrong question because there is a very large handful of people who will be like well just because i'm a lesbian doesn't mean you need to treat me like this it's like mm-hmm. okay cool so there's like so much stigma around it but i think if we just create healthy conversation about being in a you know a same-sex relationship and a marriage we can definitely i think broaden our spectrum and educate other people how to just like again talk to that gay person that they meet without being super awkward it's like <laughs> you can just full-on have conversation with like a real person it doesn't matter that they're gay exactly right which is why we're not having a gay podcast because <laughs> i'm like well it would be nice if there were more lesbians or more gay people out there doing a podcast raising awareness doing all this sort of stuff but like what's a gay podcast it's like right. aren't you just people running a podcast who happen to be gay boom boom i got a question i was for gonna you. say you're looking at that question like you want to ask me yeah ask me so um what advice would you give to someone who maybe feels some like tingles down there or they feel attracted <laughs> or if they feel attracted to the same sex but they're not like sure of things how old is this person any age like what? i mean it's different because i had a friend and a cousin and some people say you know what i'm gonna start dating women just very recently after knowing how happy of a relationship that we're in and seeing us be like our absolute best selves people our age are coming and saying i might want to date women or i might want to experience that and explore that so my advice to them is different than to like the 13 year old girls who was like it's kind of tingly in my pants when i think of a girl i'm like oh sweetie okay i I want to hug the 13 year old and the 30 year old i'm like okay let's figure this out so yeah let's go for someone more that's like maybe confused about it like an older person that's like really like they're someone who might actually be listening to this podcast because i don't think that there's a whole lot of 13 year olds listening to this you never know but yes let's go with like the more adult um i would say and probably i said this to our friend who is doing the exact same thing it's like the same way that you would date a man try dating a woman Mm -hmm. how do you meet men do you meet them out in public just go meet women in public and have genuine conversation with them and see what it's like like go out on a date Mm -hmm. a date doesn't mean like hey i'm a lesbian and i'm only interested in vagina that's not what that (laughs) means it just means you're going out for some specified time with one singular person who happens to have the same genitals as you that's okay yeah you don't need to like you don't need to go home and like have sex with them right away because you might be a lesbian it's like maybe just have coffee with them like you would if it was a dude yeah that's probably my advice and if you're meeting online 
have conversation with people and say, hey, maybe I, do you know what I mean? It's okay to say I've never explored this side of my life, but mm -hmm. I'm interested in seeing if it would be a good match because it's been on my mind for a long time and I've never done this before. Would you be interested in going for coffee? I love that advice. Like, just be friggin' honest and just say yeah. what your troubles are, what you're worried about, what you want to explore. Go try it. Yeah. Try new things. <laughs> That's my advice because... I like it. There's a lot of people in the world who love people for people. Yeah. And you will be loved no matter if your date goes good or not. Like, it's fine. If, and if you go on a date with a woman and it sucks, just don't do it again. Like, go on a date with a man and be like, hi. Yeah. Tried to be gay last week and I'm not. So <laughs> here I'm I am. here for it. Yeah. Right? Like, I love it, it. that's okay. I think taking away an actual title is very important. Because for me, I don't live within titles. I'm not gay. I'm not this. I'm not that. I don't have to identify as one. I don't need to say this. I don't need mm -hmm. to say that. It's like, I just went on a date with a girl. Yeah. Cool. Well, like that it. doesn't mean I am something different than I was yesterday. It's no. just like that's happened to be what I did today. Yeah, remove the label. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. Um, okay. Question for you. Yeah. As like a full-on, you know you're gay. You've always been gay. This is who you are. This is your identity. Um, how do you, or how did you, I guess, in the beginning feel about dating someone who maybe wasn't even gay? Because um, I've, I, from, from my experience, I've had girlfriends in the past who were like, if you can't actually tell me that you're gay, I don't know if I can do this. I'm yeah. Like, oh, I don't know if I can tell you that. Why is there so much? Like, <laughs> so there are people who only date lesbians. Yeah. There are people who do not date bisexual women. There are people who don't date confused women. And you were not, you were willing to do all of that. Well, I've been with some girls before, before you, who were like, I was their experiment for sure. Like they were trying to see if they were gay with me. And so I like, go you, right? Like, <laughs> you're like winning. Come over to this side. Um, like, I don't think that that is something that I could get behind to me. What I sum it down to is like, can, cause like what, when I strip it back, I'm like, what's actually important to me. And so for me, I think I asked you, it's like, does your mom know? Like, do your parents know? Because for me, like family's huge. And like, I want to be able to, you know, go over to parents' houses for like family dinners. And I want to be if able that's to. that's not a possibility because you're not out to your parents. Yeah. Then that's going to be. Or like, I want to make a relationship with your parents. Like, I want to talk to them. I want to know about them. I want to celebrate their birthdays with them. Like, I want to, you yeah, know, so I don't want to be this like weird friend that you have. And so for me, I don't necessarily care. I didn't care about like you know, if you're out to like the masses and like, you know, maybe if you don't even want like displays of affection in public, like that to me wouldn't be as meaningful as like, you know, the the important people, friends and family close in your life, knowing that I'm that actually a girlfriend. Yeah, yeah. Like, so that when I, when you told me that like, you know, my friends know and like, yep, you're like, of course my mom like would accept you into the, you know, I was like, mm -hmm. yep, cool, done. Like, I don't, I don't need it, much it more than that. what your title is or what your yeah. past has been or who you've been with or who you haven't been with. It's, yeah. This is us. And as long as your parents can be on board with it. And I think probably if they weren't at that exact moment, you would have given me time. For sure. Right. Because it wasn't like a one and done, like, nope, parents don't can't. care. Like, can't do it that. It wasn't as hard as Taylor Swift. You were like, <laughs> hey, if you don't like Taylor Swift, then you're gone. Yeah. But if that was you're not willing to tell your parents you're gay yet, I'll give you at least three months. Yeah. T-Swizzle. That's a, <laughs> that's a deal breaker. But like, I think that, Great. yeah, as long as I could be around your family and your close friends and not be a secret, that was my big thing. Absolutely. Um, what are your views on like pride parades and, and that Ooh. real like gay stuff? Um, I'm, I'm often an opinionless person. I don't like to exercise my opinion strongly because, um, just cause I don't. So my opinion on pride parade is it's like, if you want to go as a gay person or a trans person or a ally, whoever you want to go as you want to go, you go, go hard. I'm so proud of you. Thank you very much. 
if you were a gay person who doesn't want to go or a trans or an ally or whatever and you don't want to go and you want to stay home then stay home please do that um be an introvert <laughs> yeah like just do you do you yep. know what i mean i've never been to pride i've just never been do you know what i mean and i don't really have an urge i have an urge to like be accepted and show people in the world what it's like to be just like a very normal person in a normal life that you know to show people that like you can have a successful life being a lesbian it's like yeah. i would love for people to see that but for me going to a pride parade and painting rainbows on my face and like wearing a flag like a cape yeah doesn't do it for me but if it does it for you, please go ahead, fight for your right. We've had a hard round. Like, it's been tough for some people and mm -hmm. fight for whatever you want to fight for. I don't really care, but like, I'm just probably not going to be there with you because, again, not because I don't think that my fight has been worth less than any other person, but I'm like, I haven't come from this dark, ugly place and risen to above where I need to show you I've conquered. I'm mm -hmm. like, I've just been the same person my whole life. Yeah. And I've never gone. So why go now? I'm right. like, and I mean, our local parade, our pride parade, we never really go to. We always like go to the mountain. It's like parade day, we're out while well, all the gay people are like marching. It's yeah, like, like we, we go, go to the do mountains something by ourselves and celebrate us. our love and our yeah. relationship and our ability to be gay. But I'm not marching and I'm not painting my mm -hmm. face. And that's great. Like you do your And I don't have kind of... rainbow socks at home. Like I don't have those things. Yeah. I feel like it, you adopt like a you do you. I'm a you do you type person for yeah. pretty much everything. I like it. Um, so in that, again, you are a very successful business owner here in Calgary. Um, and I know from listening to mass amounts of podcasts of successful women, um, do you think that there is, I don't have to know the question, but like, how do you feel that you are represented in the business world being not only a female business owner, but a gay female business owner in a very tight knit world? Mm -hmm. Like, do you think that it's come up for you as being something that's difficult or in this um, network of people and everything that you've been working on so hard? Has it been easy? Has it been hard? What's that like? Is there room for growth that maybe some of us could start doing to make that easier for people? Or how do you yeah. think represented? I think like it's it's never been something that I've been faced with that's been like a super difficult, hard, like, oh, I can't go there because I'm a gay business owner. Um, but I think there's definitely been some situations where maybe like someone doesn't necessarily agree with like my beliefs and my love and that sort of stuff. Um, but nothing to the point where it would like ever stop me from like doing something. Right. Uh, most of the things that I get are from people that are online and they want to just like you know bring you down through nasty comments and things like just that because they're nasty people not because of you yeah so i don't think that i've ever faced anything um that i can speak to on that front um the one thing that i will say is that i'm involved with like a few charities and some non-profits and we talk about being more inclusive at events and things like that and even just like the conversations that we're having there, they're way further along than, you know, two years ago when those conversations were happening. And so yeah. that to me is really cool. And like the events that are happening that maybe have a section for like, you know, people to put even like pronouns and like whatever they want to like go by. Like, I think that mm -hmm. those little things are, are what I've noticed 
in like the business world is that people like coming from the everyday world into the business world and you find that local businesses and obviously people you're working with are also becoming more inclusive and talking about how to be inclusive of others and it's a yeah safe place to be like it's something that's like wasn't there a few years ago and now there's like something that people are considering and maybe when it wasn't there you didn't feel like it was lacking it was just like not apparent like it just you, you didn't feel like it was a bad place to be no and that's it's you just know now it's a better place to be because people are yeah obviously purposely trying to be more they're aware of that yeah. and i think there's there's now a line where we've got to make sure we don't cross too hard on the other side where we turn yeah, everything into sure. you know everything needs to be like over inclusive yeah, like no point... one is allowed to be a he or a she or a this or yeah. that. It's like we are all every like yeah it could go too far exactly so. so i think that that's something that now we'll be faced with but i i do like that the the work that i'm doing and the the things that i'm seeing at events they're more inclusive than they ever have been awesome well thank you so much yeah um so i think that like unless you have any i have one last question oh hit me with did it did you not ask me three i do but is it not worth it my my last one's good so i'll we'll end on you um <laughs> save the best for last doll yes honey what would you like to say to your parents around their acceptance of your sexuality and their support helping you become who you are mm. Ooh, gonna get emotional over this one. I love your parents and they're monumental. They are. And I think I feel like overflowing with emotion and love that not only do they love me for exactly who I am, but that they accept you and love you in your own way. They don't just love you as my partner, they love you as a person as well. I love that they have never in anything that I've done told me no or told me shouldn't or can't or don't or anything in that world they have just shoot for the moon and you go girl and so I feel nothing but love and support for them and, and my entire family um and yeah and they can just overwhelm sometimes to see how they are so thoughtful and accepting of you know not only me as the person that I am and the individual that I've sort of turned into but also like you as a person and the way that they you know because that's one thing to accept your your daughter and love her for her decisions but then it's a whole other thing for them to show you the love that they show and express the gratitude that they do for you and the friendship that you guys have formed is like that's a whole nother thing because that was one of my biggest fears is like yes they might they might take me and they might always love me but when I bring someone around they'll be different to them than they are to you know other people and so just nothing but a full heart of love that's overflowing for how they are about our relationship and you know i think that goes further than just my parents it's our whole family and our inner circle to everybody everybody we love you we love everybody so with that thank you so much for tuning into this episode of the we done it no that's not what it's called the done it podcast why did i say we done it (laughs) have i been saying that the whole time i don't know i don't think that's the intro or the expo whatever that's called oh my gosh we're fine it's okay it's stuff we've done Done it's the done it podcast yeah not the we done it it's we done it was our wedding hashtag hashtag we got married and now Um, we've got done it thank you for being here thank you for listening to us come out to you again we would love to hear your stories if you have anything don't forget to go over to instagram at kelsey and lucy follow us along there share your stories and don't be afraid to tell people what you think and what you want Once again, we love you guys so much. We appreciate you for tuning in and supporting us. If you like what you heard here and you want more of this laughter, subscribe to this podcast. 
In the meantime, don't forget to head over to Instagram at Kelsey and Lucy. Check us out. Show us some love. Send a DM because we cannot wait to connect with you. All right. Bye-bye. Bye.